You are listening to episode number 10 of the Oxford Lafayette and Regent Sports Podcast. This episode will feature a look into the upcoming sports week for the week of August 24th through August 28th, and also look at some of the guidelines schools have put into place to fall in line with the most recent executive order from Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves. If you would like to sponsor the OLR podcast, contact me through a direct message on Twitter at BenMichael underscore FW or at OLR underscore podcasts. Or you can send me an email at placefair234 at yahoo.com. That is placefair234 at yahoo.com for more information. Follow the podcast now on Twitter at OLR underscore podcast so you can make sure you do not miss another episode of the OLR podcast. Well, everyone, we finally made it. We are finally going to have a full week of sports since the week before spring break. We got a lot of volleyball action coming up, and I'm sure is glad to see it. And we also got a Jamboree football game on Friday with the Lafayette Commodores hosting South Panola. But this week, starting on Monday... Oxford will begin its season at Horn Lake, and this is a division game. Oxford is starting with a division game on the road at Horn Lake. The JV squad will play at 5 o'clock in a best-of-three sets, while the varsity will play a best-of-five sets at 6 p.m. Also on that day, Lafayette is hosting South Panola, and that's also coach head coach Kelsey Poole's debut as a head coach. The JV squad will play at 5 p.m., while the varsity plays at 6 p.m. The Regent School of Oxford will be hosting Starkville High School at their place at Regents, starting at 5 o'clock for the JV game and at 6 o'clock for the varsity game. While Oxford hasn't specifically announced a policy for um, their athletic events yet, as their first home game is not until Thursday, Lafayette has, as their first home game is tomorrow on Monday. Each athlete, cheerleader that's involved in each sporting event and along with ROTC, dance, and BEM member, will each have two tickets to sell to, to give to their parents, and they will um, redeem those vouchers at the gate and, of course, pay for their ticket there. And, of course, that falls in line with the executive order Governor Tate Reeves have set that only two um, people are allowed for every student-athlete or every participant that's involved in that sporting event are allowed to attend so for volleyball unfortunately only like 60 some odd people will be allowed to attend and the students are the ones that have to give the tickets and that will most likely go to family members if any are left over they will be sold at the gate until all all are sold out however if you're not able to attend the sporting event Lafayette will be streaming their games on Roku and their Fire TV channels, or on their website at http colon forward slash forward slash lafco dot live. That's lafco dot live. If you want to check them out on the internet and watch their games, most of them will be streamed. As for the rest of the schedule on Tuesday, Oxford will again be on the road, this time at Center Hill in a non region match. JV will start at 5, varsity at 6. Lafayette will again be home for volleyball. They will be playing against Hickory Flat. JV will begin at 5 o'clock, and varsity will begin at 6 o'clock. And the game I will be at covering for OxfordMSNews.com, Regents will be playing Pillow Academy 
over at Regions. JV will start at 5 o'clock, Varsity at 6 o'clock. For Thursday, August 27th, Ox will be playing their home opener in another region game against Hernando. JV will begin at 5 o'clock and Varsity will begin at 6 o'clock. Hopefully more information about the guidelines Ox will set forth will be made by then. Lafayette again will be playing another home game, this time against Oxford's Monday opponent, Horn Lake. JV will play at 5 o'clock and Varsity will play at 6 o'clock. While Regents will be on the road for their volleyball game against DeSoto Christian Academy. JV will begin at 5 and Varsity will begin at 6. And finally, and then most people will be awaiting this matchup, Lafayette will be playing against South Panola in a two-quarter jamboree that will start at 7 o'clock. Again, each student athlete or participant that is involved in this game will be given two tickets to give to their parents and family members. They will have first priority. If any are left over, they will be sold at the gate. Now that's for every football player, band member, and cheerleader. If the band decides to participate, they will each be given two tickets to give to their parents first. If they elect not to give them to their parents, they will be sold at the gate. So unlike previous estimates where like the 80 football players on Lafayette's squad would only mean 160 people, that's not including cheerleaders and band members. Cheerleaders and band members are included. That will raise the number up closer to more like 400 people will be allowed to attend and sit in the stands. Um, when you go to these athletic events, social distancing will be required. You must have your mask on. So you got to mask up. Your mask on must be on at all times while attending the athletic event. The only people that are not allowed to, that don't have to wear their mask are the athletes that are participating on the field. Even the coaches have to be masked up. The referees will likely be masked up. Everybody has to be masked up except for the players participating on the field. That's just the way we have to survive this pandemic altogether. The numbers have been improving lately, but this past week, the new case numbers on average have been rising steadily, creeping closer to 800. It was at 700 entering this week. So I do expect this to last at least another two weeks until the numbers start drastically going down in terms of overall new cases and we can get our hospital numbers more under control than where they are right now. The good news is with the hospital numbers, hospitalizations across the state have dropped by about 10 to 15 percent from this time last week. Hospital numbers have been staying around 950. They have dropped as of this recording to 821. So that's definitely good news there along with patients in an ICU has dropped by nearly 20% from 321 to 259. And that was from a previous high of 337 a couple weeks ago. So that percentage is even bigger than that. Thankfully, those numbers are starting to come down in a dramatic way. I cannot say ventilators correctly, but people on those, they've been dropping steadily over the last couple weeks, but They've gone from 197 to 148. That's a difference of about 25%. And that is very good news. All of those numbers in the hospital are dropping. But people, we cannot let up. We have to keep 
doing what we're doing. That's bringing these numbers down. We got to keep masking up until these numbers are well under control or until we find a good cure or at least a very effective treatment to prevent, to stop COVID-19 from spreading. Or at least to, if it doesn't really stop spreading, kind of like flu, seasonal flu does every year, we at least have a very curable measure where people can recover from this a lot more effectively than it's going on right now. So we got to keep up what we're doing, keep masking up, or else sports may come to a halt if we don't keep this up and this spirals out of control. So we've got to do our part. I'm doing my part. You'll see me masked up at any sporting event. And please keep doing your part because I want to keep seeing sports happen. These student athletes need it. Coaches want it. Players want it. And trust me when I say everybody involved in sports really want to have sports again. It's been more than five months since I've seen a sporting event at Oxford Lafayette. And I really want to see those again. As just a reminder, here's the entire executive order from Governor Tate Reeves. Attendance shall be limited to two attendees per student participating in the event, like a team member, a band member, or a cast member. That does not include coaches in that sport, athletic directors, or any directors, teachers. Teachers are allowed to go in free of, or not necessarily free of charge, but they are excluded from the count. Officials, obviously, medical personnel, staff workers for them to work the game, and of course, the media. Face coverings are required according to Executive Order number 1516 and 1517. All attendees will have to wear a face covering while going to an indoor event, covering the nose and mouth at all times while in attending an indoor K-12 organized extracurricular event, including when in transit to or from their seat, including at the ticket gate, in concourses, and elevators. There are elevators inside the OHS gym, in restrooms, in concession sales areas, and of course in the seating areas. For outdoor events, all attendees shall wear a face covering, covering the nose and mouth while attending an outdoor K-12 organized extracurricular event. Obviously, football would fall into that. When in transit to or from their seat, including at the ticket gate, in concourses and elevators, in restrooms, in concession sales areas, and at all other times when it is not possible to maintain a minimum of six feet of social distancing from another person not in the same household. Please note, wearing a face covering is strongly encouraged even when social distancing is possible. For employee staff and volunteers, all employee staff workers and volunteers shall wear a face covering covering the nose and mouth. Attendees shall at all times attempt to maintain a minimum of six feet of separation from persons not in their household. Prominent signage shall be posted at all points of entry mandated. That's really something that's more for the schools and concession stands will be allowed to be open now schools of course have the option to not open those concession stands as an earlier episode of the podcast um coach kelsey Poole did note that lafayette's concession stands at volleyball games will not be open for selling any kind of food or drinks or whatnot so of course to replace that they are allowing part uh people to bring their own food and drinks into their 
into the stadium, such as snacks, obviously water bottles, Gatorade bottles, and whatnot, as since they are not selling any concession items. But when the concession stands are open, staff workers operating the concession stands that come into direct contact with customers shall be provided a face covering and required to wear the face covering. Social distancing of a minimum of six feet shall be observed by customers, guests waiting in line at the concession stand. So just like you've been waiting at line inside restaurants for the past few months, or just like when you're waiting at a checkout line at Walmart or Kroger, you, you got to do the social distancing thing while waiting in line, obviously. Customers and guests are not permitted to congregate in the area of the concession stand, and before beginning their work shift, all concession stand employees and volunteers shall be screened according to Executive Order 1491. Every K-12 through organized extracurricular event shall be a dedicated safety officer shall have a dedicated safety officer to ensure that all limitations contained in this executive order are observed and enforced. The safety officer shall have sufficient staff to ensure compliance with these limitations. There's nothing in the executive order where people attending the event, the limited number of people that are attending an event have to be screened, but that could happen. Obviously, those are the minimum restrictions. Of course, you can be more restrictive. You could have every member that comes in be at least temperature screened coming in to make sure they're not running a fever so as to prevent an outbreak. And say we have all of a sudden 15 new cases as a result of people attending a football game. But obviously, those are just the minimum restrictions in that order. And obviously, the big one is no more than two people per person participating in the event. No, no more than two people per student athlete that is participating in the event. Or, of course, anybody that is at the school and participating, such as a band member or a cheerleader, like at a football game. Obviously, um, the coronavirus is not going away anytime soon. Uh, the numbers have been getting better across the United States. New cases have gone down from 65,000 a day to 45,000 a day and dropping per every day for the last month. Each of the last 28 days, we've seen cases drop by around 500 to 1,000 per day. So they are dropping. The number of new cases per day have dropped by almost a third now since last month but not to the point where it started dropping in the middle of April where new cases were only at 30,000. So we are definitely not done yet with this thing. We need to keep up our social distancing, keep up wearing our masks at all times, and got to get used to wearing a mask for at least another couple months before we really start to think about um, being able to remove them. But at this point, until I see cases drop below 10,000, I'm not going to be too comfortable about easing the restrictions by anybody at this point. And just keep it up, everybody. Just keep up the social distancing, keep up the masking, and hopefully we'll get through this, hopefully before the flu season really does come over here and all of a sudden we're facing with new challenges. Everyone, please stay safe out there. If you can support the high school teams here, if you can support Regents, if you can support Lafayette, if you can support Oxford, go out there and support those teams because they need your support now more than ever. And be safe while doing that. If we continue to be safe about this, we will all get through this together.
Thank you for listening to the OLR Podcast. This was Episode 10, previewing the upcoming sports week for all three athletic programs. And we took a look at the executive order that Governor Tate Reese set out last week. Please join for the upcoming episodes where we will soon preview the area cross-country teams. Thanks for listening.